Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week we want to continue our moving series from our last episode. Last episode we talked about preparing to move, which you need to do if you're moving for college and internship, study abroad, or if you're actually just adulting and got a job and you're moving your whole life. So this week we want to keep going with that and we're going to talk about your actual moving day and how you can adjust to moving, um, how you're staying in touch with family at home, and then returning back home if it's a short-term move and you're not away for more than a couple months. Okay, so let's get started with moving day, which can be super duper stressful, but I want to give you some tips to help you navigate that day. So my biggest tip is to start early and make sure you have like a lot of food because you do not want to get tired, you do not want to get burnt out or fatigued, and you do not want your moving day to go into the nighttime because moving during the day is way easier than moving at night. My second tip is don't try to do it alone. Definitely get help from friends and family. Um, In part one of this episode, um, we talked about how like we've had family come help us move. Um, And if you can't have family, then, you know, ask some random muscular dudes on the street to help you and be like, um, can you help? And if they are nice, then they'll probably do it. But you can also just be like, I'll pay you $20 or something to help me move. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, my next tip is to, you know, double check that you have all of your dates right and that you can get your keys because I know like a lot of apartments, they have certain days set where you can come get your keys. Um, so you don't want to get there early and then you have to wait like a couple days so you can officially move in. Also with, um, apartments and leasing an apartment, you usually have to set up your utilities, um, and like Wi-Fi, your gas and electric water, depending on, you know, what apartment building you're in, they might cover it, they might not. So make sure, you know, when you move in, you're going to have running water and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, my next tip is for furniture. Um, if you're getting, if you're furnishing a whole apartment, it's likely that the day you move in, you may or may not have that stuff with you. It might be getting delivered or you may have ordered it offline. So I recommend having at least like a blow up bed and some sheets for you to sleep on while you're waiting for your bed and other furniture to get there. 
my last tip for moving day is to kind of have an emergency bag where you have your most important things packed in your carry-on bag for easy access, whether that's medicine that you have to take, um, electronics that are expensive, and toiletries so that first night you can, you know, brush your teeth and like actually take a shower. And like towels, um, I feel like we always forget about towels because like you, you know, it's a second thought when you live there, but like when you move in, you might most likely might have a towel and a box that's coming another day. So, you know, have your most important things ready for you for that first night. Yeah. Um, all of that's really good advice, especially the furniture thing. Cause like right now I'm not going to have any furniture in my apartment in Oregon. So right now I'm just going to be living on literally a blow up bed from Walmart for at least like a couple weeks before I order all my <laughs> furniture and get it like mailed in and ready. So Definitely follow that tip. <laughs> um, the next thing I want to talk about is actually adjusting to the new city you're going to be living in. This might not happen for everyone, but there could be a time zone change depending how far you're moving. Um, me moving to Oregon, that's three hour. That's a three hour difference. So that, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of used to being jet lagged all the time. So it won't be that bad for me. But for some of y'all, it could be really stressful being three hours off or more depending how far you're moving. So what you want to try and do is kind of start to like stay up a little bit longer at home or like go to bed earlier at home. So like by the time you get there, you'll feel more adjusted to it than you would like already being there. I know like I've had times where I've gone to the West Coast and I woke up at like five in the morning just because I was used to getting up at like 8 a.m. on the East Coast time. So if you don't want that to happen, try to like do some things to prep your body. Um, another thing that could be kind of different for adjusting is culture shocks. There can be tons of cultural differences depending where you're going. And the biggest one I had was moving from high school to college and like at home, I went to like a PWI. So it was a lot of white people in the area I was living at. And then I went to a, a whole HBCU, which was like a huge culture shock compared to what I'm used to at home. Like, I, like I can't even put into words, like I was shook by the time <laughs> I got to Hampton because it was just so much so many different things that I did not expect to see like at school or in college based off of like how things had been at home. And so the culture shock can be good. And a lot of the culture shock I, shock I did have at Hampton was good, but it could also be bad. So just kind of like be open-minded and okay with like anything that's coming your way. Don't be too like stuck in your ways because things can change and it doesn't have to be like terrible if you don't let it be. And then also in a new city, just kind of like walk around, get to know your new neighborhood. Um, if you're not really in an area where you can be like walking around, just try and take like day trips, go to like the park, go to the movies, go somewhere different, try to talk to new people, um, go out at night with some friends. Hopefully you can make some <laughs> and you guys can like meet new people, have fun, do different things. And then ways to make friends in case you aren't sure how to. Um, you can go like take new classes if you're moving for college um, and then just kind of like talk to people in your classes. You can join like Facebook groups or there's like other apps that you can join and like talk to people all the time if you're like not that comfortable with like face-to-face -face confrontation. But um, yeah, there's like pl plenty of different ways to just like kind of get involved and you don't want to just like be by yourself all the time in your apartment like with nothing to do try to like go out and meet new people and that would be a great thing to do. And also when you're moving, potentially like look into moving with a roommate so you can at least like have someone with you, especially in a new city 
that you're more familiar with and you're not completely alone. Like I just like for me, I wouldn't really be comfortable moving across the country and just living by myself just because like I have no friends over there, no family over there. It might be better just to have like a roommate and like at least someone you know so you're not like completely stressed the whole time that you're there. Yeah. Um, Also, of course, you're going to be meeting a lot of new people, but also it's important to stay in touch with, you know, your friends and family from back home, um, unless you're like trying to cut them off or something. But if (laughs) there are relationships that you want to keep, then you can stay in touch so many different ways now. Like, you know how the old people will be saying, we're in the digital age. There's so many different (laughs) ways of communication. (laughs) Sounds like that, Joy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was like my whole entire major, like them trying to convince me that we're in the 21st century. And I'm like, we're living it. <laughs> so obviously you can FaceTime people, Facebook Messenger people, WhatsApp, Zoom, group Zoom calls with your friends. Um, that's what I've been doing since I left college. Like every couple of weeks, me and my like four friends from college do like a Zoom call. Um, you can have them scheduled so that you guys stay on top of it. It's really important to schedule calls. I feel like the only reason Janelle and I like consistently talk is because <laughs> we have like podcasts scheduled. And so like, but it helps like, you know, you keep the relationship with people because like, for example, like from high school, I don't even think I'm friends. I'm not friends with anyone from high yeah. school. Still. <laughs> so it's like when you stop talking to people or like as you guys change and like go different routes, it's so easy to like, you know, fall off. The communication and um make visits home if you're you know moving long term or permanently um once again this like all depends on your relationship with your family and stuff but hopefully you guys have a really good relationship and you can make visits home or maybe they can make a visit or like visit you sometimes too that's always fun right all right So then the next tips are for people that possibly move short term, possibly for internship or study abroad, and they're returning home at this point because they didn't plan on leaving for that long. Um, The first thing that you kind of want to make sure you have is to see if like someone can pick you up from the airport if you're um, flying back or if someone can like drive with you back home if you're driving. It's like terrible to be stuck by yourself doing all of that, like you get off the plane and then you got to kind of figure out running a car and do all this other stuff by yourself. It's a stressful time. So like we said before, with moving somewhere, um, have someone with you when you're coming home. I would also say have someone with you just to make the process so much easier. And then also if you're moving back home, there might be a readjustment to the time zone. So you're used to the other time zone you were in. Now you need to kind of do the opposite of what you did before and prepare yourself to go back to your original time zone which can be annoying, but time zones are just, being jet lagged is like not a joke. Like Joey and I will tell you from the time we were in Thailand, <laughs> like it, it, you, can leave, you can have a headache for like four days straight <laughs> if you don't do it right. So just make sure you can readjust if you need to. Um, the next thing I want to say is to kind of just like give yourself some time before you're getting back into your regular schedule of things, which could be school, it could be work, it could be anything. Just give yourself like a day or two to just rest because moving is a lot and especially if it's across the country or across the world, it's literally impossible to like come back the next day, be on top of like doing things like you were before. 
and like I have tried it before like sometimes I'll like plan things back to back to back and I think I can just do it the next day and I literally cannot I will crash and burn so like don't do that to yourself I'm telling you now and then also when you get back you have to unpack and if you're like me you probably have like eight suitcases just like sitting in your room that still need to be unpacked that haven't been unpacked from like three months ago <laughs> so planning to do that can be a lot of work what I like try to do is make a to-do list every day so I know like I want to unpack this bag and clean everything up with that but uh I don't know it's hard because I still literally have suitcases laying in my room right now that need to be unpacked so I'm probably not the best one to give advice for that, but spending time when you're getting your, <laughs> when you're getting your life together, just make sure you can um, make a list of things you need to unpack before you get back getting into like your regular space of things. They're kind of like back in the same mindset that you were before. And then another returning home tip, especially if you're moving during like these times with COVID, you may have to quarantine for 14 days. So you can use that time to kind of like get your life together and unpack because that's 14 days. You literally just have to like be by yourself and not talk to anyone or like be like be out in public or like go anywhere socially. So just be mindful of like where you're going, where you're traveling and like where you're going home to because you might have to do that in like self-quarantine for two weeks, which can be kind of lonely. So you might want to prepare for like some staying in touch things or like doing other things to kind of help with that. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this two-part series on moving. Part one, we discussed preparing for moving and also like some stories from when we moved. And part two, you just listened to. So <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you guys leave a review. Leave a review, please. Please, like, you guys don't know how much that helps the podcast when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, so definitely do that. It literally takes like less than one minute to go leave a review and check out our merch at melaninandmiles.com and follow us on social at melaninandmiles. So we will talk to you guys later. <laughs>